Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are spotting things. <laughs> spotting it in the game Spot It. Uh, this is a game that originally came out in 2009. It is a game for two to eight players, it says. I don't know if I'd want to play this with eight, but <laughs> you can. Uh, it's a very quick game, uh, 15 minutes. It's rated for seven and older. They even make a kid's version of this game, for, so it's even for younger kids if you want. Um, and it's the, light, the complexity level is one. 0.03, but basically it's one. So this is a very simple little game of identifying matches in a series of images or words, depending. We'll go into the details later of the uh, different types of this game. But uh, yeah, Spotted has been around for a while, and I'm sure you've probably heard of it if you've not played it. It's a it's a little game that comes in a tin, very portable, very basic, but really creative and uh, fun to engage with. So let's talk about exactly how we play the game, and then we'll get into more of the details of the game itself. All right. Uh, and just to mention it, in I think in the UK it's called a dobble. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Oh, actually, and I sh- did not even mention the designers either. So, yeah. yes, it's alternate names are dobble <laughs> or dobble classic. Uh, there's there's all a lot of IPs attached to it, too. So there's dobble Harry Potter, dobble, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but designed by Dennis Blan- uh, Blanchot. Oh, these are all French names. So my pronunciation is going to be brutal. Den- Dennis Blanchot, Jacques Cotero, <laughs> G- Guillaume Guilnave and Igor Pulochin. <laughs> I am so sorry <laughs> for all Goodness. that, guys. Yeah, uh, trust me, I would have done much worse. <laughs> <laughs> published by Asmodee or Blue Orange Games. Uh, I think there's a bunch of this uh, publishers of this game. Mine is a published by a Dobble game. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's, that's not who it's published by. <laughs> yeah, it can't be. But that's Mine is like Blue the, Orange. Oh, no, it's Asmodee. It's Asmodee. All right. It's Esmeday uh, logo behind, right in front of it says uh, a Dobble game. So very confusing, Esmeday. Uh, but anyway, so yes, a bunch of publishers have this and a um, lot of lot of uh, iterations of this game. But all right, got that out of the way. Take it away, Alex. Okay. <laughs> How do we play this thing? Uh, in the in the deck, it's just basically a deck of cards and a rule book in there. Uh, the deck of cards, which they're all circular cards. Uh, the there are fifty five of these cards, and on each of the cards, uh, there are eight symbols on every card, uh, and between any two cards, there is only one matching symbol. Now the symbols may be varying sizes on the two cards, so if they're not always the exact same size, but it's the everything else is the same. The color uh, and the shape, everything is the same. The size may vary. Uh, between any two cards but between any two there's only one match there is never any duplicate uh it's some interesting mathematics and if you want to know more about it there's plenty of youtube videos i actually watched one recently uh, about it in fact the first time i played this game i had to figure out the mathematics behind it uh it was a fun (laughs) hour to spend during my lunch break at work uh but anyway (laughs) how to play this game uh they they have essentially five different rules for games. A lot of them are very similar to each other, but they have just a few tweaks on, you know, just how exactly you either earn points or, you know, just who has an advantage uh, during play type of a thing. Uh, and I'm just going to go over them all really quickly because they're, they're not that difficult to do. Um, 
Game one, they call the tower. Uh, what you're going to do is you're going to shuffle up all the cards. You're always going to start by shuffling up the cards. Uh, give each person one card face down, uh, and then place all the rest of the cards face up in a pile in the middle. Uh, and then when, when, once someone says go, everyone flips over their card. Uh, and then essentially you are trying to make a match between your card and the card that's in a pile. If you see the match, you will call out what it is. If it's a tree, you say tree. Uh, and then you will take that card from the, the top card from the pile and add that to your new pile. Now that's your new top card. Uh, and then you keep going. Now you go out based off of your new top card and the new card that's been revealed in the pile. And everybody else is going off the new card that's revealed on the pile. Uh, and you will just keep going into that pile, run this out. Whoever has the most cards at the end wins. That is game one, the tower. The next one is basically the reverse of that. Uh, you put one card in the middle face up. Everyone gets an even amount of cards. Any extra cards are just removed from the game. Uh, and then on go, everyone flips over their entire pile, and you are trying to get rid of your pile. So you're just trying to find a match, and then when you find a match, you will place the, your card onto the, to the new pile, and that becomes the new card. Um, and then you keep going until one person runs out. Whoever gets rid of their pile first wins the game. That's the well. Number three, hot potato. This one varies it up a little bit. Uh, you are trying to not be the one who doesn't make any matches in this game. Uh, everyone gets one card, uh, and on go, everyone flips over the card. You are trying to make a match with anybody there. If you find a match, you yell out what the match is, as, as per usual, and you will place it on one of your opponents, whoever you matched with. And again, there is a match with every single card. It might be different between them. Heck, it could be the same between them. Uh, but as soon as you find it, you will place it on theirs. That opponent now has a new card to work off of to try and get rid of their cards. If they have more than one, they will get rid of all of their cards when they make that match. Uh, and whoever's ever left with the pile, essentially, if you want to look at it this way, takes the trick. Uh, and you do not want to win tricks in this game. Uh, <laughs> and then you will start over anew with uh, more uh, cards from the draw pile every person gets one and you repeat this process until you run out of cards to draw from uh, and basically you want to have the least amount of cards in this particular situation uh, game number four they call the poisoned gift uh, i i read i just read the, about this one earlier i have completely forgotten what the difference <laughs> is between poison gift and hot potato uh i think it's so basically you prepare it it's similar to the one the first one where you have a, a central pile in the middle uh it, you are trying to find it a match of the pile in the middle to an opponent uh and you just want to have the lowest pile by the end of it so you can kind of target certain people so if you're like oh they have a, a low amount i'm just gonna look at their pile i'm not gonna pay attention to anybody else's pile i'm just looking at their pile because i want to add it to their pile <laughs> um and it just keeps going until that central pile runs out and the last game game number five called triplet uh you will make an array of nine a three by three grid of these cards uh and essentially you look at the entire grid and you try and find a match that matches three cards. So you're trying to find three cards that have the same symbol on them. Once you find it, you yell it out, uh, and you collect those three cards, then you fill in those spaces, uh, and then you continue going like that, trying to find a match between three cards. Um, the, it does not need to be in a row or a diagonal. They can be any three cards that exist among the nine. Uh, they're just placed that way, so it takes up the least amount of space. Uh, and whoever collects the most cards by the end of that, 
wins the game. They also technically suggest a tournament point system uh, <laughs> in which you would start with the game of the tower and then the person who loses picks the next game that they should play and they have an interesting scoring system of like one point per card collected and five points to the person who wins or minus 20 points to the last player type of stuff it's yeah uh, i i don't think i'd ever consider doing it that way that seems a bit overboard but uh that is all the ways you can play spot it uh unless you have one of the weird expansions that does like freezing or uh has like a thing that you have to grab like a spot it model thing that turns it into kind of like a um, totem type thing <laughs> game. I don't understand how it works. I only know it exists. Uh there we go. That is it. Yep. Spotted is a... This is going to be actually probably a really quick review, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very simple but very clever little game. And uh, similar games that come to mind that have like a very simple structure and that have kind of like given like different ways to play it, different versions of it, like is Flux for one. Um, Spot kind of reminds me of that in the way that it's the core game is always the same, but the way it has you engage with it in different versions of the game is how it really changes. And of course, like Alex just mentioned, there are several ways to play the game, which is really nice in such a simple game that they give you those options of uh, suggestions on how to play the game. Um, I really like Spot It. I think it's a, a great game. It's very clever. I like the fact that it's such. Uh, it's you know, it's very. All, all games are based on math, of course, but like this is a quirky little uh, a math quirk that this is based on, uh, or like it's what what feels like a quirk that this is based on. That you have all these cards and there's only one match, and all of these symbols on only two cards match one symbol between them. Um, obviously, card stream adds another one symbol between other different cards, but it's just kind of a fun thing to engage with and realize that that actually works out, and that's a, that. Uh, the numbers fall in line in that way. Uh, the game that I have is Spot It Junior because we bought this for my son when he was very little. As This is, I think, the first kind of board game we played with him. And it was a great introduction to games. It was uh, Spotted Junior has six symbols instead of eight. And um, the one I have is Spotted Junior Animals. doesn't really matter. I mean, honestly, they're all just kind of cartoony characters regardless of which one you get. But uh, I like the animal ones. It's, it's funny. It looks uh, – the characters are well drawn and they are they're – pretty goofy looking and silly to engage with but it was a really fun growth to see or really fun to watch the growth of my son with this game i think we got it when he was like three or four maybe and um uh actually no i think we got it when it was like three and just you know for starting to play this game uh of course he's you know you're you're taking time to let him work it out and then the rounds you're not like trying to you know crush him but um the way i was i had a friend suggest this game to me to have a play with, with him and the way he suggested it is uh you look for the match as soon as you find it you count to eight and then if he still hasn't found it by the time you count to eight you you declare the match and you take the card um pretty quickly i was counting to like seven and then six and then four <laughs> and then two and then i was hedging my bets and just trying to like i got it first because uh it was really fascinating to watch him over the course of several months and the time of just playing this game really get good at this and i was very proud of him and in, in that development so this is a great game that is amazing intro game for little kids but also is really fun to play with adults there's not much more to it then then um kind of what alex mentioned in the ways to play this game it's always trying to find the matches in some way but the play styles that they suggest i think do a really good job of making this feel um not a, like a one note game the, you can play this in different ways to make it more 
uh, engaging and feel kind of fleshed out as a de- as a deeper game. It's not going to be any deep game by any means, but I do like that they threw all those modes in. So my main experience is playing this with my wife and my son. Um, have you had a lot of experience playing this with adults? I've played it with adults a few times. Uh, I think the first few times I played it, it was with mostly adults and like one kid. Uh, I've played it with a couple of friends uh, out and about, just mainly like family members, uh, most of which were adults or the, the teenage aged kids uh, at, at the lowest in that case. I've played it with a, a varying amount, and it uh, as it it's a it's a very good game. It's it's one of those tense speed games but you you really only have yourself to blame or at the very least you only feel like you have yourself to blame because it seems like the easiest thing there's only eight symbols on your card all you have to do is find one of them that matches another card that doesn't seem like a lot of a lot of choices and yet you're sitting there going no they must have misprinted this because there is no match what there can't be i've looked at every single i've looked at all eight uh, and then, like <laughs> Two two seconds later, like oh shoot, it's the stupid butterfly. Yeah, <laughs> how how did I miss that? I swear I looked at that like over and over. Did they did they come in and print it on this card when I wasn't looking? <laughs> like it's so simple, and it is. I think a, a lot of reviewers will point this out. It is a huge equalizer of a game because once kids get into this. Uh, there is no discrepancy between how good you are at it and how good they are at it. In fact, I, I tend to find that they kids tend to be slightly better at it than adults, uh, just because they're they're right on top of it. Uh, yeah, and it's it's oh god, it's it's such a good game. If if you are trying to find games to play with with kids and adults, all kind of in one big group, uh, there aren't that many games that work well in that fashion. This game yeah. works brilliantly in that fashion um so i i mean it's really good i love it uh i tend to just stick with with one game mode uh i i, I tend there the one like the poison gift seems a little mean uh just because it's like well i'm just gonna focus on you i feel like pe- yeah. people tend to focus on me so i don't win that mode a lot maybe that's why i don't like it a lot uh but <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's there's one that can you can find that works best for your group, which I think is a really interesting thing that they came up with methods that kind of change how it works. The even the difference between the tower and the well, even though they seem the same, the one's just the opposite of the other. It does technically change how easy it is for some of the other players, because, for example, the, the well, if I notice, oh, I had a match that, you know, I, I match that the both of these have a snowflake on them. You're putting the card that is a match of the snowflake on top of the pile. So it's possible someone else also has a snowflake. So they can mm-hmm. go, oh, well, I already know. I, You had a snowflake? I got a snowflake now. Whereas with the tower, if they say, oh, I got a match of the snowflake, the snowflake's gone. Chances are the snowflake's probably not on the next card down, which makes it just a little bit harder for everybody else. So there is just subtle differences between each of these games that you it isn't easy to notice but if you actually think about it like yeah yeah there is a there is a subtle difference there it does change the way it plays and it changes the balance of power in every single one of the games which is really really nice and i love that yeah yeah i spotted is is so impressive for such a simple simple structure it is there's something about it it's kind of like that thing with like push your luck push your luck games or dice rolling games triggers something very deep in the brain (laughs) that is just satisfying like they're very basic things at the end of the day even like there are just some games that are literally just rolling dice to see what the results are and that is enough (laughs) and um 
this game kind of reminds me of that, where there's just something about spotting these patterns. I mean, pattern recognition is, is a very deeply, uh, very ancient skill in any animal brain. Um, but there's something about it when you trigger that is just so satisfying to have it happen. And, and that moment that you mentioned where, you, where you've gone over, like, you back and forth, back and forth. All right, this symbol, this symbol, this symbol. There's, there's no match. There's no match here. I see no match. Like, I've had that happen so many times in this game. And then suddenly someone's like, the dolphin. I'm like, curses! The dolphin! <laughs> and you saw it. You definitely saw it because there's only eight symbols at the most. But still, or 16, I guess, between two cards. But still, for some reason, you the way the orientation of the dolphin is uh, each image is some are different sizes depending that that can just throw or trick your brain just enough to miss the very obvious thing that's there and that is such a weird but fun experience to have <laughs> even like when you're winning it's very satisfying but when, even when you're missing it's just such a weird like how did my brain not do that <laughs> you know so i i really like spot it too i think it's a great great game it's um it's one that uh, we still play today uh, as well. We, st- we still have Junior, but we're probably time to upgrade to the eight symbols as opposed to the six. But <laughs> I, I really do enjoy it. I'd like to get a, get a play with adults because I've never really played with other adults except for my wife. And um, so, yeah, anyway, but I could see it stacking well. So it's definitely one that I, I'm going to start bringing, actually, now that we're talking about it, to my game night and see if people want to use it as, like, a starter game. Because it seems it's such a silly, fun way to, like, get the mood up right away. Yeah, yeah. Though the other interesting thing that it happens occasionally, not too often, but there are times where you're so your brain is so locked into on just making a match that occasionally you'll forget what the symbol is called. You're just like it's a ah uh, ah <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it's a four leaf clover. Oh God, what? <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had that happen as well. Um, yeah, it's a chicken, no duck. Oh no, it's a goose. There we go. That's what it is. <laughs> And by that time, someone's just quietly taken them off the board as they <laughs> called it. It's a goose. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really fun. Yeah, Spot It's great. I, I think this is uh, – there's not much more we can say about this game because it is such such a simple structure and a very simple experience. But the experience of the game is very, very good and very, um, very fun and engaging to play with. And uh, the vibe is, is just really positive and exciting. So – with the multiple game modes that are coming in the box and the multiple... I mean, you can honestly invent your own game modes with this game as well. But the ones that are included that they suggest are really good and diverse and they create a variety of ways to approach it. Do a really great job of making you feel like you're getting um, a, you know, a, a reasonable amount of game for your money in, in a simple game. And I don't know what spot it is right now, but I can't imagine it's very expensive. Uh, I see it all over the place too. So you can definitely pick up a copy of this. And I would imagine almost any game store, or I do see it at uh, like Target has it. Um, I'm assuming other bigger stores like that have it now. It's it's that uh, broadly available. So um, for the cost of the money, I, I we have definitely gotten our use out of Spot It, and then some. It might be the most <laughs> money. Uh, what is it? The cost benefit, or what? What is that? The how do you express that? Value bang for the buck. Yeah, the best bang <laughs> for the buck of games that I that I have. <laughs> It's in the top five for sure. But overall, it's just a really, really simp- great and simple game, which is usually a sign of high-quality design. It's not overcomplicated, and it does what it does really well, and it's fun to fun to play. I would always be up for a game of Spot It. All right. Uh, let's talk about who it's for and who it's not for. Uh, so, so we kind of went over this, but I don't think there's really any gamer that is going to kind of be turning their nose up at this. I think... Um, 
the only thing I can think of is, is if you are just sort of adverse to um, big social groups. Like, this is definitely a game where you're all huddling around the center of the table. So, you know, the, the whole point of the game is that you all can see the matches or the cards as they come out so you can spot the matches quickly. So you all kind of have to be focused center table. So I guess if you're someone who's averse to <laughs> proximity to people... Then this is probably <laughs> that's probably the biggest hangup that I could think of. To be honest, the uh, this is definitely not a game you were playing in COVID <laughs> times uh, all around a big bar table. But um, other than that, the gameplay itself I just feel like is pretty impressive and well designed. That it's broadly applicable to any any gamer type would be intrigued in this game. And it's a fast enough game where it's not like you're in it long enough where you get sick of it. It's just you play you play around and then yeah, that was fun. Let's play another or let's go on to something else. So I yeah. can't imagine too many people being uh, really turned off by it. I it It is a speed game. And I know some people mm. have hang-ups. I personally do not like a lot of games that require – a quick like speed like the actual game of speed i am i i've never won a game of it i hate that game uh yeah. I, I don't know how many girlfriends i've had that i've played that with and i've lost every single one of them uh but <laughs> it's 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 not my game i absolutely loathe that game but this game i enjoy because it, it you're not trying to make like really tough decisions. You're not. Do I put it in this pile? Do I put it in that pile? Do I need to? Is it one up from that? Is what? No, you're just making a simple match. So it's for for a speed game. I actually like this. It's not like some of those other games like uh, Speed or Dutch Blitz or as someone called Inerts, things like that, where you have to both be kind of analyzing the play field and making quick decisions. It's yeah. not like that. So. If 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 you're just like oh it's a speed game I don't want to play it no 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 please please give this one a try uh, it's it's not like those other ones yeah yeah for sure I, I I do that's a good point about it being kind of there's a pressure to it but it does seem like milder compared to those types of games so that that is a good point though about if you are uh, resistant to that then yes this is not going to change your mind probably. Um, who it's for pretty much anybody that likes a fun little quick game. That's very cleverly designed, feels very distinct. There's no game out there that is like spot it that I can think of. Um, there are matching games. There are pattern recognition games. There are other games, but the specific algorithm that's used for this is really, really cool. And the fact that it seems like it's impossible with eight symbols that all of the stack of cards, there's only one match between two cards. It just, it doesn't like intrinsically without thinking about the math, it just doesn't seem real <laughs> it seems like a trick and it kind of is i guess a mathematical trick but it's it's really cool um and unique so this game stands out by far or not by far but just stands out against other games and other light little quick games um let's see okay so taking it out taking it out um oh no sorry would your mom like it i'm jumping all over <laughs> I, I was today. so i was looking forward to you jumping in the middle like that but no yeah would, would my mom <laughs> I, like it <laughs> i almost lost the thread but i brought it back um i sorry guys i was out in the heat today gardening and i am like very fried <laughs> my brain i don't know how well i would be able to play a game spot at the moment but <laughs> i'm a little fried but um yes would your mom like it I bet your mom would like this one i'm not even gonna go a maybe it's definitely unique in her like i wouldn't say it's going to be like her favorite game by any means but it, it's quick enough it's silly and it's fast i think your mom would have fun with this at least for like a round or two i don't think she'd want to be playing it all night but i think she would be she would enjoy engaging with it for a round or two i think you're right i think it's a game that she would enjoy 
a round or two. I think that's exactly what it is. I she's not gonna want to play it maybe more than twice. I think after she gets burned twice in a row, if she does get burned, <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe maybe right. she's a, a novice uh, or uh, uh, a genius at this game. Um, I forget the exact. What is the word I'm looking for? Anyway, maybe she's savant. one of those a savant. Th- yes, that's it. Maybe she's a savant at this game, and she's just like, oh yeah, it's cat. Oh yeah, it's campfire. <laughs> like she just plows through it, but. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think one or two games would be her fill, and she's like, "All right, now I need a break from that because that was really intense." But yeah, I, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this at a yes, not even a maybe. I'm gonna put it at a yes, but at a limited capacity. Yeah, there we go. That's all you want. Just a couple playthroughs. That's totally fine. Um, all right, now let's get to taking it out. So taking this game out, of course, is uh, gonna the, the way it's gonna work is gonna slightly depend on how you play it, but basically. The main crux of the game is that there is a cent that you're going to be focused on the center of the table where the cards are coming out. Um, so, based on which play, it's going to be a little different. But at the end of the day, there's going to be at least two cards. There's going to be the draw pile um, in the middle, or everyone's going to have a, a stack of cards in front of them. Um, but there's going to be cards being played to the center of the table, and as they flip up, the, the thing you're going to be doing is to try to quickly identify the pairs. Um, or if one of the versions you're going to be quickly identifying a pair of yours to someone else's anyway it's just pair identification basically but most of it most of the time it's or pretty much all the time it's it's going to be around sort of the center of the table uh, even when you're playing a card in front of you it's you're going to kind of be playing in front of you near the center of the table so they're all close enough to each other that you can contrast and compare the cards between each other uh, that's pretty much it. Each play is going to be slightly different. Sometimes you're going to be collecting cards in front of you. Sometimes you're going to be diminishing your stack. So there's probably going to be some cards in front of you as well as the center of the table, but that's going to change based on what play style you're going or what uh, type of game you're playing with spot it. Um, that being said, I, this is one that doesn't pass the pizza test though, despite it being small and very m- movable around the table, it does really the crux of it is that the center, the game is centered as much as possible within the group, and that's going to be your prime pizza spot. Now, you could do the pizza test by having your pizza off the side this time, <laughs> and uh, if we want to do it that way, but this does need that center table area to be played. So um, I think you could do a lot of eating around this, but maybe not a center meal with this game. Other than that, the table size it's going to take up is going to be pretty small at as a whole. The card sizes themselves are um I don't know like 4 4 inches in diameter. Yeah. Um right around 4 inches in diameter. And so they're not very big. They're like a coaster. They're basically like a bar coaster about in size. And so um if you think about that, obviously you can kind of arrange your little collection um very easily to incorporate a meal in front of you or drinks or whatever. So Besides the pizza, it's going to do really well with taking out. Um, the vibe of the game. We mentioned that before. The vibe is really great. It's very energetic. It's fun. It's fast-paced. It's silly. It's just goofy. This is a fun, goofy game, and it's going to put you in a good mood. It's going to put a smile on your face. Um, and it's, It can have its frustrating moments where you, you go, oh, I should have got that. But something about the structure always makes you want to try it again. Like It's like even when you're getting stymied, it's like, I, I know I'm better than this. <laughs> I know I can do better than this. And so it's always one of those ones where even when, when I'm not doing well, I am raring to go because I know I can get back in the game. Um, and I want and I want to try because it's still just very fun to engage with. Uh, your experience is taken out. Have you taken this game out much or had you played it at home? I- I, I thinking about it, it's mostly been at someone's house. It's been okay. at multiple different houses, but I've never actually taken it out. Um, I I would be fine with taking it out. 
Uh, I'm probably I've tried taking it out recently. It's just it hasn't hit the table, uh, although it has piqued some interest with other people. Uh, I think the only thing I would be slightly concerned about uh, if you do have a bunch of drinks there. There is a tie-breaking rule where if if two people call out the same thing at the same time, uh, it's whoever gets the card covered or take the, takes the card first. So if there's quick hand movements, uh, then it might be trouble. You may want to just adjust the rules to be like, well, let's uh, let's vote on who got it first, or just be nice about it. If you you know playing pretty f- friendly, like, uh, and if you really can't make a decision, uh, then you can go outside. And, and have a fist fight or something like that. I, I don't know. But you can find a way that doesn't involve having to quickly grab something uh, to, to figure out who, who gets the tiebreaker in that case. But uh, I, in, other than that, I think it would work really nicely over, over drinks or just, you know, uh, in, in a nice, you know, kind of group setting. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, too, about drinks and then the speed of this game, actually. <laughs> Definitely something to consider how you're going to play this game based on what you're doing. And if you're having a few drinks, maybe this is a game you would do at the beginning of the night as opposed to towards the end of the night. <laughs> no, but, that's the perfect time for me to play. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It depends on, <laughs> depends on how exciting you want it to get. But, um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> Anyway, Spotted overall is a really great, simple game. There's a lot of versions of this game that you can get. Uh, like I mentioned, I have Animals. Um, there is a party version. I'm not sure. Sh- do you know what is how a party, party version? Distinct- it ha- it's it's mostly the same. It just has like a little totem uh, that's in the shape mm. of the spotted hand guy with an eye. It's a kind of a creepy symbol. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a hand with an eye and a mouth in it? One in eye, palm. by the way, <laughs> right in the palm and, and two legs. That's adorable. Who wouldn't love that symbol? Yeah, Hunting exactly. them in the night. Uh, I... I didn't look in there. I'm assuming there's just different ways that you can grab it, which either earns you extra points or allows you to win. I think you might not be able to win in certain game modes where it just it's the same cards. It just adds a few different game modes is all it does. And that's true for most of the different expansions. It just adds another type of game mode to it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's cool, though, because I do say the 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 uh, meatiness of this is creating different game modes or using different game modes. There's so many ways to play this game. It almost feels like a um, designer's tool set where you could use this to, to start the basis of a, of a whole new game based on this structure or, or using the structure in a way. But anyway, lots of ways to play it. The I, I use them as tarot cards. Okay, I'm going to flip over two <laughs> cards, and it's a reticle, uh, which means someone's going to try and assassinate you. Uh, <laughs> oh, but there's also a kitten. So uh, something, a cat might be trying to kill you. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's possible. <laughs> I hate cats a lot. They probably don't like me at all. Uh, They're trying to kill me. Um, so yeah this is uh, just a great little game definitely worth picking up it's fun to have in your collection like I said it's very unique I I still play ours and I like got ours four years ago or right around four years ago um, so yeah that is spotted everyone I uh, uh, see I was trying to say something else but once again I'm so tired today I can't even remember what I was going to say so I'm just going to call it there and say <laughs> go and check this one out everybody it's a really cool one and uh, thank you all for listening. And we, oh, wait, oh, God, I'm missing everything. Here's how you get a hold of us if you need to, or uh, maybe send me water or electrolytes because I apparently <laughs> need them. Uh, you can get a hold of us in a couple of different ways at, at uh, 
uh, Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form. We'd love to hear from you guys. But until next time, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.